0: This is the Gary V audio experience. Because we're gonna be we're Gonna get their attention!
1: Hey,
0: everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is episode 273 of the Ask Gary V show. And for all of you that know me, obviously, I named one of my books, Jab, 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 Right Hook. <laughs> I'm a huge boxing fan, and to be in the presence of one of the all time greatest to ever do it is super exciting to me, especially with his musical and entrepreneurial and other ventures outside the ring. And because I watch so much damn boxing, he's obviously had an incredible post outside the ring announcing, I mean, you may go into Hall of Fame as an announcer, Uh, Roy Jones Jr. is in the building. Champ, it's really good to have you here. Thank you, my brother. My man, how are you? I think I'm good. Roy, for the the couple of people who are watching this who don't know who you are, Mm Give us a little story. Give us the origin story in comic book talk. Where are you from? How did your career transpire? And what are you up to today?
2: I'm from Pensacola, Florida. Uh, my career transpired because I played football first, right? When I played football, I was the quarterback and the defensive right end. Well, sometime when I played quarterback, guys would get a lick on me because I ran the ball a lot as a quarterback. <laughs> and on defense, I got around. On defense, on right in, I always usually try to get my lick back. Well, some of the guys that played on the bigger teams, didn't play on defense. They just played, I mean, didn't play on offense. They just played on defense. Mm-hmm. So they could hit me and I couldn't hit them back. Bam. Ain't gonna work. I need somebody to get you back right now, and a lot of times you understand me. So, I start. So, wait,
0: wait, real quick, I love this. So, you're saying for a lot of people like sports the way I do, when you're younger, junior high, and under, mm-hmm. you are playing both sides of the field. And mm-hmm. since you were getting drilled, that was okay because yeah. you knew you had an at-bat. No, I'm
2: gonna get you back.
0: But when high school started and people played just no, one,
2: no, no, when the team, when I say bigger team, I mean like team that had more players. I see they had an offense and a defense. E- we didn't have a lot of uh-huh. players. I was like the best player on my team, uh-huh. so I played both sides. We didn't have a lot of players. They were just enjoying hitting you. You yeah, didn't get said, that no, leg back. Yeah, it's not going to work, so I need to find me another sport. So how
0: old were you when you got into I boxing?
2: By, I was about 10 when I started boxing.
0: Why did that happen?
2: Well, because I, I seen my friend get a black eye in baseball. He couldn't hit the ball back and give it a black eye, so I said, that won't work. <laughs> I couldn't get one... I couldn't get my leg back quick enough in football because some guy played offense, but they didn't play, I mean, play defense, but they didn't play offense, so I couldn't get my leg back there. You,
0: you know what's, I'm gonna, listen, I want everybody who's watching this show or listening on the podcast to understand you're not gonna like this episode as much because I'm such a boxing nerd. I'm gonna bring up some really esoteric nuances that is gonna go, go way over the head of a lot of people, but I'm being selfish today because Roy's in the building. Roy, I find this funny. Your thesis is, if I you know I didn't mind getting hit as long as I had the chance to hit back right right, right.
2: we're hearing it over and over over and over again
0: What I find fascinating is I don't think especially the real young people or don't really really follow boxing realize you are an all-time for everybody you got to hear this, this is funny to me you are an all-time great defensive fighter Right Like all-time like, you were so good defensively in your career. Mm-hmm. I find it funny that the hit, getting hit and then hitting back was mm-hmm. the thesis mm-hmm. to somebody who was so ridiculously difficult to hit.
2: Right. That's why I was difficult to hit, because I knew that the baseball gave him a black eye. <laughs> Ain't no baseball going to hit me. You understand? I understand. Me? And in football, if you hit me, it's because I'm a big target. You got to be able to tackle of me. Of course. But I'm going to get my leg back. But what happened was in boxing, I figured out I can get my leg back five or six times to one. Uh-huh. Oh, those are great stats. You like those
0: me. odds, yeah? And then your speed was so obnoxious, ridiculous,
2: ridiculous. And his head—it really like, was, guys. And Go to YouTube, and look, the,
0: look it up. I'm telling you right now, like it's a—you know, I, obviously in modern times, a lot of you know that Floyd is an all-time great defensive fighter. There's a difference between the two of them. This also the at the weights they fought at, and we'll yeah. get into the heavyweight stuff, which is insane. Um, your speed was off the charts. Yeah, it was
2: off the charts, and my head because your head is a smaller target than your whole body. It made it difficult because you got to hit this small head. Yeah. So with that being said, I said, now, after watching Muhammad Ali do that to Joe Frazier, I got myself something. Boxing, they can't beat me. They can't win.
0: So what happened? Did boxing click right away? You walk in the gym, like, literally was the first day. Like, every, like mm-hmm. was it obvious? Mm-hmm.
2: It was not obvious at all. It was not obvious until my father taught me the basic craft. Yep. Once he taught me the basic craft, when we went to our first situation where we had fights, we had exhibition fights. hmm I think I stood out, me and one other guy stood out more so than everybody else. Who was the other guy? The other guy's name was Curtis Green. Curtis. The older guy. He was about fifteen. Okay. I was only ten. But Curtis Green was ridiculously fast too. So I knew at some point my father liked that speed. So I said, okay, I gotta get fast one day too. But I stood out because I was doing things that nobody's seen young kids do. And uh I was pretty pretty good. Early. Were you
0: hooked right away? I
2: was hooked. You right fell in love. Yeah. Well, because I can get my leg back. Now I can get it back four or five <laughs> and one. We,
0: we man a t-shirt about getting that lick back <laughs> I gotta have Boy, my lick back did, what, at 10 you start boxing mm-hmm. within that same year or maybe at 11 or 12 like when did you say I'm gonna be a professional boxer
2: well, at I 10 at no, 15 no no no, no. At- I didn't say it I got about 15, 14 14 yeah 14 and really at 14 I really wasn't sure I was gonna be a professional I was sure that I wanted to try to go to the Olympics right yeah I and there's a whole story there. Yeah, there's a whole story. Why so don't you give the quick story to everybody? Well, the story there was I trained from when I was 10 to when I was 19 to go to the Olympics. I get to the Olympics, I beat up everybody over there, and I come home with the most outstanding boxer of the tournament, the best amateur boxer in the world, basically. But I got a silver medal. What the hell is wrong with that, pitch
0: Well, I'll tell you what's wrong with it. It was the <laughs> most ridiculous situation maybe in Olympic
2: boxing yep. history. And what's more ridiculous about it is 30 years later, and they still haven't reversed it.
0: Have you been fighting for the reversal? I don't
2: fight for nothing. though. No. I let y'all have that. I can't get my leg back, so y'all go ahead and we we'll move on past that. One, you feel me? So yeah. Now, had, he start, had he turned Had he turn professional? You would beat I'd, the shit I, out got my leg back, <laughs> so I'll fight you. Listen, I'll fight you on one condition: the gold medal has to be up. He didn't go professional. No, he never had nothing. What he do? He knew he was lucky. Have you he, ever seen him? You want? No, I ain't never seen him. Somebody let me talk to him on the phone once. Yeah. Yeah. He's when? coach. He's coaching. Um, a guy called me. He was at a world amateur tournament, and he's coaching the Korean team now.
0: Interesting. What would he you know, say?
2: He didn't spoke to say asked how it Howard, but what he said after the fight the night after the fight, I had the interpreter ask him. Yeah. After the fight, I said, ask him. Do he think he really won? Because he really, if he said yeah, hey guys,
0: it, honestly, listen, it's listen the up. most
2: like. Listen, it, I told him to ask him because that was gonna be my comfort, my peace. Yeah. So he said, no, I knew I didn't win. That was good enough for me. I see. Because man to man, we code the For book a lot
0: book. of the casual people listening, watching, everybody knows there's a lot of bad decisions in boxing. I'm telling you right now, it is for hardcore boxing people might be the worst of all time, yeah, which the, the, says a whole lot.
2: This is worse than bad because I was the youngest kid on the Olympic team and you think in the Olympics, you don't have a problem. You feel me? So in the Olympics, you thinking, hey, in the Olympics, I'm good. But it's like <laughs> in the Olympics, you get robbed. That's pretty rough. You know?
0: So good. You go pro. Yeah. What happens next?
2: Become a beast. Now I got something to prove. Now I got to get my lick back and store Did my you, gold medal. Do
0: you feel that that became a chip on your shoulder? Of that, course. So, huh. well, a cat. I, no, no, Here's I understand cat.
2: that. Here's a cat that won his lick back. Now y'all don't rob me of my gold medal? Come so on. So do you
0: believe that flat out, you had a better professional boxing career because you got a silver
2: medal? Yes, without a doubt. That's the blessing that God gives us. That's how I tell people all the time. You gotta know how to take a negative and let God turn into a positive for you. He took the biggest negative I thought that I've ever encountered in my life or endured in my life and turned into the best positive for me that it ever could have been. That's how it rose and we came, pound for pound number one. To give you an example of that, I was at the Olympics as a junior middleweight, yep. one hundred fifty-six pounds. Yep. I come home. I turn professional as a dream middleweight. Yep. One hundred fifty-four pounds. Yep. No person has ever turned professional as a dream middleweight and became heavyweight champ of the world.
0: Well, that's yeah. I mean, we'll get no into- person. Right. The amount of people that have ever gone in mean, cruiser <laughs> is like lightweight, but the jump that you
2: made, yeah. John Ruiz fight, right? Yep. yep. Um, and, oh, about the defense. i meant to tell you this, too. I was the first person in CompuBox history ever to go a whole three-minute round without getting hit. Huh? And they talk about Noah's defense. What? What? Do You do you, get, do
0: you know, it's funny. I was going to ask. I'm glad you brought it up because yeah. I'm trying to navigate here. Yeah. I'm trying to be strategic. I, I see where I'm you're going. You, you saw that I created a little bit of an opening. I'm with you here. I'm very—I fa- call it the Willie Mays rule. Mm-hmm. I was fascinated when I was a kid. I'm super—you can see Chachka sports, mm-hmm. boxing, mm-hmm. all of it. I was fascinated when I started realizing, you know, I'm 42, so athletes started getting really paid in the 80s mm-hmm. by comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, the best baseball player who was the most famous people, Willie Mays, Mickey Mouse, Yogi Berra, these people had jobs in the, in the mm-hmm. off season because athletes didn't get paid. I was always fascinated, the chip on the shoulder of, you know, if, when Charles Barkley's entire NBA career money-making is being made by an average NBA player today in two years, I always think about that. I was thinking, huh, Floyd, listen, I'm a huge Pernell Whitaker fan, like an all-time Pernell Whitaker fan. Now, I'm getting nerdy, I know. This guy was very defensive, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're a puncher, so you're Mm -hmm. different. Pernell Whitaker is even historically less of a puncher even than Floyd. He is, he is. But I loved him because I like boxing for the same reason I like NFL football. It's the only two sports that I watch Hmm. that I know I know a lot more than even an educated fan. Exactly. So when I watch NFL football game, I watch my left tackle line up and try to see if his foot is out to the left or the right to know Hmm. if they're going to run. Like little subtle things. You know what you're looking at. Correct, Mm -hmm. so the reason you were so interesting to me is I thought your defense was so insane that it was so ridiculously entertaining while I understand why people get mad at Floyd and definitely Pernell Whitaker. Mm -hmm. So I went Pernell, you, Mm -hmm. Floyd, I understand it, but do you have, Roy, another chip on your shoulder that your defensive all-time greatness, which I think easily stacks with Floyd, Mm In today's social media world, if you were boxing today, uh, do you think about fuck, if I was boxing today with the way, with your charisma and social media that you would be exponentially...
2: No. I know I know that would be without a, without a doubt, but my point is that I don't care what spill milk. And so it's like, for me, I take things like this Star Vision thing where they give me an opportunity to bring my... Skills to an app and give it back to people.
0: Let's talk about that. You went right into that. Yeah, I, I like the right hook
2: that you just yeah, threw. Yeah, exactly. I, I love
0: your strategy yes, right now. Yes. You've been bobbing and weaving. Now you just punch me in the yes. face. I like it. <laughs> Tell let, let's let's go right into it. What what do you you, you paralleled into it? Where where are you at right now? We'll go back to boxing. Yeah, we'll go back to boxing. But this is a business crowd yeah, anyway. Exactly. So, so first of all, everybody knows, and I put out unlimited Instagram content of like chips on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Losses are good. Mm-hmm. Like. Clearly, it's thr- I'm thrilling for me to realize how much the silver medal debacle created your upside. Talk to me about why you just dropped the mention of that app and why you're doing it and where you're at as modern Floyd. We'll go back to boxing, yeah. but modern
2: mo- Modern Roy, excuse me, go ahead. The reason I dropped that was because I missed that, uh, uh, what they call it, the, the arrow with the, what we just called it. Social? Social media era. Right. Era. I missed that era in a right. sense. HBO I was, of, was in control of yeah, you,
0: how yeah. big or not big your brand of, was, yeah. not you and right. a phone.
2: I was kind of at the back of that era, mm-hmm. right? I was at the beginning of it. hundred percent. So because of that, the only way I can reach back and tap into it is to create something like Star Vision did here to where I can offer people my expertise, the opportunity to know what it feels like, my thought pattern even when I'm in in the ring fighting. So by giving that to people, it's something you gonna to wanna to see too because you being a biggest boxing fan as you are, you gonna to wanna to know sometimes what does he think or what was he thinking at that time. I share a lot of that on this Star Vision app. And the app is available today in the Star Vision V-I-Z-N. Not V I S I O N V I Z N. So link it up, Jake. Go get Jake, that. Jake,
0: are you gonna are you gonna listen to this Hall of Famer and link it up? You promise?
2: And listen... You're going Jake, to, did you
0: ever see Roy fight? Don't lie. He'll get pissed.
2: Well, listen... Uh, it's a listen, huge mistake. No, nah, I won't get pissed. I won't get, I won't I'm get pissed. pissed, Roy. I won't get pissed, though, but you go on YouTube, you'll find it. And here, here's how it explains to you. There are a lot of fighters who have a lot of highlights, right? If you put your kid down and say, hey, look, look at these three fighters. Get any three you want. Just make sure I'm one of them, and you can make me first or third. It don't matter. I guarantee your kid says, I want to see that guy again. Why? Because it's more exciting than any other fighter that ever lived. Because it I was
0: slash entertaining?
2: It was entertaining.
0: I know it was.
2: It was Is that why you think? That's why I know.
0: Let's talk about the Jordan brand thing. Mm-hmm. I see it. I was going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. How many boxers have ever been put on on the Jumpman? Once
2: again, I was the first Jordan boxer, the first boxer ever put on right. Jumpman. Now,
0: you need to know this. I hate Michael Jordan. Why do you hate Michael? because I'm a real Knicks fan, mm-hmm. and if you're 42, okay, and you're you. from Jersey or New York yeah. or the East what? Coast, and yeah. you're a real Knicks fan, bro, I what? gotta get this off, I got you. you can't be a Jordan, right. you can't. That's right. some bullshit. <laughs> I've never worn a pair of Jordans. Carmelo, you can see him hanging right there. Mm-hmm. My man, when mm-hmm. we started becoming friends, he mm-hmm. wanted to send me a bunch of pairs of Jordans. Mm-hmm. I've never worn a pair.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I hate Michael Jordan. Right. But, obviously I respect the Jumpman thing, and mm-hmm. I thought that was a huge deal at the time. Mm-hmm. Was that a big thing for you?
2: It was a huge thing for me because he was my favorite athlete. Of course. And with that winning mentality that that he had, it set him aside from everybody else. I get it. And the problem I got with it is that... We hate Michael you hate Michael Jordan since, and you already hate By him. By the way, I know, nobody I know hates Michael I know, Jordan besides me. Yet. No, no. But you're, I think I'm the and, only and, and Michael and Jordan and you, and hater you, on earth. And you don't really hate Michael Jordan? I respect the
0: piss out of him. No, yeah. no, I
2: actually hate him. No, let me finish but so. the
0: respect is all time.
2: But let, me explain, let Please. me explain something. When you respect somebody like that, it's almost impossible to hate him because you got too much respect. I to hate totally him. understand. That's thing. exactly right. You got too much respect to hate That's him. That's true. Yet you hate what he does and that he had to be the one to do it to your team. I cried, right? I would have too. If I was Nick. You should. I'm
0: 18 years old. You should
2: high school, hey, crying. Hey, when I first lost, I seen grown men come to me crying.
0: When you lost to Tarver?
2: Yes. D- grown men.
0: How much do you talk about that or if at I all? I don't little? care,
2: bro. No, no. It's all reality. I don't yeah. think you care. No, I, I How much about, do you
0: talk about it? I
2: don't talk about it much. Just when people ask, I do tell them because I don't mind telling the truth.
0: What but happened, in your opinion?
2: Just went up in weight and lost a whole lot of weight quick. That's but, what I, I, yeah. but I had the title in my mind first. That's where I put myself together to get through that first fight. hmm what I should have done was stop and retire for a little while and then let my body get back together. Mm-hmm. I put too much on my body, that I can't right back and forth. Is for a
0: good guy? Do you have any kind of yeah, relationship? Yeah,
2: yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we He's yeah, a good, good he's, dude. He's a good dude. Yeah. He had a good career. He had a good career. He's a good guy. I mean, he's you made his career. He's a good guy, you know. But uh, anyway, back to what I was. Mike was the ultimate winner. Yes. You understand me? Because I get it, man. Because Mike was the ultimate winner, he was my favorite athlete after Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was the How ultimate. How old are you again, right? Forty nine. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was the ultimate ulti- ultimate ultimate, ultimate. But Mike was right behind him to me. So with that being said, I was so thrilled to become a Michael Jordan athlete because yeah. that meant you were the pinnacle. When's you the first time you talked to him? Best. Uh the year I signed, with him, which I'm not sure what years I understood, you know, but whatever year I signed, with he him called you. First. Well, I called him. We met at his office. I talked to Fun. him. Fun. Yeah, it was, it was Loved beautiful. It. Loved it. Him <laughs> meeting Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, and Barry Sanders was three of my favorite things to do.
0: Barry was. And on the
2: only board. reason I wouldn't say Emmett Smith because Emmett Smith was from my hometown. Yeah. And so you knew him a little. Grew yeah, up yeah, really. yeah. He beat. If you me were in
0: Beth- if you were from Detroit, you would have looked at him differently. Right. He beat I me. Totally from, get he, beat, it.
2: he beat me in basketball every year in middle school, so I know him good from that. So. I
0: love that. <laughs> so the entrepreneurial thing now. Yeah. So on this app, because oh, I, I want to explain yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I was also saying though that having that Starvision app. Giving me the opportunity to capitalize on the social media world, hundred percent, and to catch up. With so the what people that I pay? G-
0: break it down for me. What does the app do? Do you know? Like- yeah, you
2: pay. You pay to go on, and you we teach you how to work out. We teach you things that we it did live me,
0: or you recorded.
2: It's recorded. We Understood. did live but me, Jerry Rice, uh, Steve Nash. Um, what Robert Orr is a few of us that did it and it's like we give you beautiful workout premium
0: quality content yes. that is subscription or you pay for yes. and you get to pick which athlete, which athlete you are, and, and which is it you workout learning? training or is it actually you giving insights to boxing it's both
2: I teach you how to box and everything it's both it's workout training and I'm giving insight it's you ready both. Andy? I teach time you everything time that you start boxing you should be good by and by, and by about a two month period you should be pretty good is that right? Yeah, about a two-month period. If you pay attention and do it every day, you should be pretty good in about two months.
0: Roy, was it funny to you that other athletes from other sports didn't understand the cardio aspect of a three-minute boxing round? No, like, it's
2: not It's not funny because when I first started boxing, my daddy gave us a lesson in it. We got a, uh, he had a guy, two guys that worked with him. One was a marathon runner, could run 26 miles. One was a firefighter, couldn't run one mile. They got in there, both of them were good for about twenty five seconds and they both were dead. I know, man. It's the craziest you learn what, workout. No matter what you think you do, until you go in that ring and do that, <laughs> you don't know what you're getting why do you do
0: you see what's happening with boxing becoming a huge cultural trend? Do you know that like all these boxing gyms are opening mm-hmm. up and it's super trendy and like Soul Cycle, you got mm-hmm. the rumbles and mm-hmm. what, what do you think about that? Do you think, think it's, it's interesting thing. that
2: models are boxing? Like, like I think it's an interesting thing. Um it must be cool for you, right? A, yeah, it's so interesting that and I have a a girl that I trained is pretty much a model from Germany. Yep. Ikram Kerr she's pretty good. Then because my wife saw that, you know, she got pretty good at it. My wife started training. Really? Yeah, so it's like I trained both of them. That's fun. And it's like they they like they catch on quicker than guys do.
0: Let's talk about music.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was such a core thing. I you know, being somebody who loved hip hop mm-hmm. yeah, and loved boxing, I remember that being a pretty big theme. I remember, I don't know if it was a label or like a joint yeah, venture. I a I, yeah, I remember. I, I wasn't sure. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. So such a big part of your life, clearly.
2: Yep, right yep. hair entertainment, you know, BHE, that was me. Yep. yep,
0: yep, and so what, why, was it always there? Do you see it as an entrepreneurial venture? Is that- you, were, you were so, and again, I'm painting a picture for a lot of 25 year olds, it's really hard for me to really paint the picture for you guys In the way that I talk about hacking culture, Roy was the best boxer in the world, but he crossed over so substantially in his prime. It was interesting. When you did the music, so I just launched a sneaker not Mm -hmm. too long ago, and it's because I think entrepreneurship can cross over. It can't. Your athletic ability made you cross over into culture numerous references to you in songs and things of that nature. How do you look at music? Are you romantic about music as an art and you just love it? Or did you look at it from an entrepreneurial venture or both, how'd it go?
2: Both, I look at it from an un- entrepreneurial event- venture yet I also love it and I know that it's a form of expression that very few people can really put a song together that expresses something for everybody. Mm-hmm. that's when you get a hit. When you put a song together that expresses something for everybody, you got a hit. My man, God bless the dead, my man, Mr. Magic, he came to me with a hook one day. I said, that's going to be the hottest song of the summer. The hook was, I smoke, mm-hmm. I drink, mm-hmm. I supposed to stop, but I can't. Now, I don't smoke or drink. But you but understood
0: the audience. I understood,
2: audience. and I understood how many people do smoke and drink <laughs> yes. and want to yes. stop, but they can't. I said, dude, that's it. Yep. That's it. Yep. That is it. Truth. Yes. Yeah, so when you can express a truth for people in a way that they can't really express it, you give them a way to express themselves.
0: Who's the most interesting young fighter in boxing right now?
2: Uh, Vasily Lomachenko. Flat out. Flat out. Flat out. Can do so many things. Watch me as a kid over in I Ukraine. I see it. I see so it. So cool. I mean, can do everything. Has he given you huge love? Yes. I see yes. a lot so of listen, his listen. game. Can do. How many fights? Didn't everything. he have
0: a hundred something fights? No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. Three hundred ninety-five and one, and he beat the guy that beat him two more times. I after know. That. I know. 395 and one. And one, right, he weight. lost
0: his second fight professionally, right? Because he yeah, made a yeah, crazy yeah.
2: jump, right? And no, he didn't make a crazy jump. The kid didn't make weight. The kid came in heavy.
0: Uh-huh. And the
2: kid did something to him that he'd never seen before. Which was? Wrestle and make it a rough, ugly fight. And over, in, over the, in the eastern part of the world, they don't fight like that. I understand. They fight clear and clean. Uh-huh. You don't get to hold and uh-huh, wrestle. The elbow. But the Mexicans know about all that because uh-huh. they've been surviving like that for years. Uh-huh. But, the, but the eastern Europeans were not able to turn forward up until a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're not as... As Why did they turn
0: the corner in this last decade?
2: Well, they had to because a lot of kids want to get out of the country. A lot right. of kids want to go so, where they can make money and do things on their own. So, do you, to be honest with you, with the walls falling, with the USSR going yep. down, and with this, you know, that type of life changing, now people get the opportunity to go out and make their own life.
0: Roy, you just said something that I heard Larry Merchant say when I was a 10 years old, which is, if you want to know where the great boxing's coming from, Mm -hmm. it's the people that are the hungriest, that have the least, Mm -hmm. because the nature of the sport Mm -hmm. is, you know, you kind of just said that in a different way. Do you believe in that truth?
2: Well, I do believe in that truth in some sense, but here's what the real truth is. The real truth is, is, it does come from that hunger, because you need that hunger to survive and to want to go about things and do things. Yet, some of the real boxing now, though, is coming from the area where they're where they have schools, mm-hmm. where the kids grew up in the school of boxing mm-hmm. because they had the same hunger already because mm-hmm. most of them were living in, in um, what they call it, um, like the Soviet Union was, with the com- communism. Mm-hmm. Most of them were living in that, so yep. they couldn't really go out and do their own thing. Yep. But they grew up forced to go through these schools and learn. That's right. It. So when they got older, now that the communism has failed, they're able to go out and, and do have a things, little freedom. have a little freedom and do their own thing. But they got this instilled in them already. Same with the Cubans. The Cubans were, if you think about it, the Russians and the Cubans, and when I say Russians, you got to put the Ukrainian, mm-hmm. all those guys. The former Soviet Russians. Union. Yeah. Yep. Those guys are dominating the Olympics right now. Yep. They're dominant. We don't even know how to get gold medals no more because we, we of have, them. We have nothing, bro. But because they grew up in schools where they were forced to go to school and learn how to box. And it
0: has the emergence of the money in basketball and football, you think, t- like if LeBron James wanted to be a boxer because he was born 40 years earlier, do you mm. believe that the athletes that make the great fighters like yourself are now choosing basketball?
2: No, I don't believe that. So what's why happening? Don't, I'm going to tell you why I don't believe that. What the problem is for us, and you got to think about it, like I just told you a little while ago. Yep. We have one Olympian every four years that comes out, used to emerge to be somebody, right? That's right. They don't have one. They do well as a whole unit. That's right. They bring a team. So that,
0: systematically. That's
2: exactly right. Mm-hmm. They bring a team full of guys that are capable of winning a gold medal every time. We bring one or two guys who stand out. The rest of them are average. Right. A little who, bit above average because they beat the other guys to get there, but you know.
0: Right, you made such an unbelievable transition to behind the mic. Mm-hmm. Who do you admire historically? Who do you think are some of the best announcers or boxing personalities in history?
2: I mean, it's a lot of them. Burt Sugar, uh, Howard Cosell, uh, I love Jim Lampley, uh, Larry Merchant was good, Max is very, very good, there are a lot of guys who were good, um, but you know, I just, I don't really, I never looked at it like that, yep. because I look at it as though I'm a guy who knows because I was in there. You were in there. So it's a little bit easier for me to tell you exactly what's going on in there. A lot. Than it is for these guys because they've never been in there. Of course. So you had to kind of make that balance and try to make it work as a balance. A hundred percent.
0: And that's why Emmanuel Stewart was so great that's at what exactly he did because right. he had his own different He'd perspective. He'd been in there yep. before, mm-hmm. yes. So what about, what about the next chapter? The next, how are you thinking about your next decade, the next two decades? Next, how, are you, how are you strategizing victory going forward?
2: Starvision, my first victory. That, yes, that gives me my social media missed days. They bring them back for me. Because-
0: Are you? So that's an app where you're monetizing. Are mm-hmm. you putting out content on? Twitter, and Instagram, yes. have of you gotten course. serious about that?
2: Of course. I'm not as serious as I probably should be, uh-huh. but I do just Are enough. you willing
0: to make a commitment on this social media show that you're going to make a bigger commitment?
2: I'm going to make a bigger commitment. Okay, I have we got to it. because we're Because we're <laughs> A lot of people are real happy right now, Roy. With star vision, I to ha- make a bigger commitment. The team is happy right now. I know they are. I know they are. And Does it w-
0: not come natural to you? Uh, or You know what's crazy to me? Hmm. As somebody knows a hell of a lot more about you than you know about me.
2: Okay.
0: You are a layup. hmm to be ridiculously successful in that right, environment, right. given your personality.
2: Yeah, but my problem is that I've been so backhill in my whole life. I always hold back because I was a guy who I don't like to offend people. Okay. And I don't care what people like because I do what I do and I don't care what you do. You feel me?
0: So, right. Uh, yes, so I feel you tremendously. Point, my point, my, my I, I live is, it myself. Yeah, I'm so always my, going to so, do me, so but problem. there's people that get offended and right. I hate it. Yeah,
2: exactly. But the thing is, I don't like to sit there because I'm a fighter first by nature. You know, I always like to get my leg back. Right, so you I got punched in the face. That, now, now I'm going to be going back and forth and I don't need that. So I try to avoid it because I know what I'm capable of getting So into. I'm
0: excited right now. You're telling me and it makes a hell of a lot of sense for it to me right now, that one of the things that made you concerned about going all in on social was when somebody said some bullshit.
2: I want my leg back.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Uh, listen, listen, I'm listen, i already scared. I get it. You understand what no, I'm So you really, right? Yeah, you so thought you I would castles.
2: get dragged. You well, knew that you. Well, you know that some people got those bad opinions, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But you had to learn to let them people have their opinion. They, they're entitled to their opinion. So it's like it's best to not get yourself overly indulged in it. Or me, I ain't gonna argue but so long now I want to fight.
0: Give me your opinion on Errol Spence Jr.
2: I think he's a pretty good fighter. He's got a little way to go, but he's a pretty good fighter.
0: I'm really into him.
2: I like him, but I'm not I haven't gotten sold on him yet because Well, he hasn't he has got more work
0: to do. Mm.
2: He got but more wh- work. To do. But what but what do you think like all of you did on yeah. the way up? Yeah, but you listen to me. You gotta listen to me good. Good. When I say I haven't gotten into him yet, is because when I see a guy fight, it's like when Sugar Ray Leonard's brother, Roger Leonard, first seen me at 17. He said, man, this dude is an old man. You know what that means? Experience. He knows so much mm-hmm. and he do so much in the ring that it seemed like he's been here before. They don't show me that a lot. I seen it when I first saw Lomachenko. I told Max and I said, that was the best fighter fighting right now. The thing right there. They said, how you know that? I just know. Why you think that? They say I'm looking at him. He's old. It's like, it's like, it's like I like the little kid, Chocolatito. Yeah. But Chocolatito ain't never showed me the stuff Low showed. Me. I understand. So for you to put Chocolatito pound pound him one, well, you're wrong because he hasn't showed me he can fight going back this way yet. He haven't showed me he can fight going that way or that way. He only showed me he can fight going that way. That's one dimensional.
0: So does that then carry over into your your points of view on the heavyweight division where clearly for the first time there's a fight that the world may want,
2: mm-hmm. but they're awfully one-dimensional guys? Which is why it shouldn't happen yet because the one guy who's totally one-dimensional needs to get more multidimensional before they make the fight. But he's running his
0: mouth and he wants the payday.
2: He don't want the payday. The other guy does. The guy who is one-dimensional, but his one-dimension is a hell of a dimension. That's Wilder. Yep. <laughs> His one dimension is one dimension, but it's a hell of a dimension. So, so you, you think he right he, now has the upper hand, you, so he can talk.
0: You think Wilder's ridiculous, wide, like haymakers, yeah. are too j- dangerous for Joshua?
2: Well, let me. Let me what, cut what,
0: if they fought, who would you think would well, let win? Let me
2: cut it down. Please. I, like this. I love Joshua as a person, as a fighter. I love him to death. He's like the coolest dude. If I had to say, if, if, if God came in and said right now, Make one guy your champion that you thought you want your kids look up to, him. I'm gonna pick Anthony Joshua. I agree. You understand where I'm coming yes. from? Because he's that kind of guy. Yes. But experience wise, if, if Klitschko can drop you with a right hand, Klitschko is what, forty years old, his right hand ain't fast or as good as Wilder's.
0: But it's straighter.
2: Who? Klitschko's. No, 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 You not watched Wilder 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 has developed into into killer. Wilder's well, he's right. a killer. No, 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 no. That straight right hand is all he really has. He ain't knock nobody out with nothing else. He not knock you out with no jab, no hook, no uppercut. He ain't knock you out with nothing else but the straight right hand. And that's what Klitschko took. I saw. Uh, uh, Joshua, Joshua and rocked down. him. No, he took him down with it. I saw. Yeah, he ain't rock him. He Respect. rocked him. Respect, yeah. Him down. So if he can get him down with that, if Wilder hits him with that, the fight might be over. I get it. So that's why I'm afraid for Joshua right now. I so said he needs to go get a little bit better first. Then let's make the fight happen. So then it's an even fight. Right now, I think the right— What's the best punch
0: that Wilder's been hit with? With? Yeah, with. With.
2: I think David Hay hit him with an overhand right and sparring and had him buckle for a minute. (laughs) But that's the best punch to hit him with is the overhand right because he's tall. Yeah. But I haven't seen— I think um, Joshua's best punch maybe is his left It's right uppercut. Hmm. And you got to be close to laying that. So all the punches we talk about, even the overhand right, you got to be—that's a Mike Tyson type punch. Mm-hmm. You got to be closer to laying those punches. Mm-hmm. thing. That's you why out worked there. When you were
0: shorter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I'm thinking mm-hmm. Wilder got
2: the better chance because he's out there. So do you think that's going to be a super fight? Uh, if they do you build, think it's going to happen? If they if they keep winning, yes. And if they build it right, it'll be a super fight. Yes.
0: Do you think you don't think it's happening next?
2: It shouldn't happen yet.
0: Next. Do you think it's going to happen next? I don't think so. Do you think McGregor is going to go back into the ring? I'm sure he will. Because the money's too big. Why not? Agreed. Yeah.
2: Who do you think he fights? either Pacquiao or De La Hoya. De La Hoya asked for him. Pacquiao, he wants to go in the ring, he knows they Pacquiao. Don't want, they all want, it's Why all there, it right? Not? Why would they not?
0: What else is going on in culture, business? Let's get out of the you know, squared circle. What mm-hmm. else is going on, you know, obviously that
2: mm-hmm. is
0: part of the plan for the mm-hmm. next 20 years. Right. What else are you thinking about?
2: Well, I'm gonna take this, then I'm gonna take it worldwide. Oh because crap,
0: you know what, I'm having so much fun, we're not even doing calls. Face, you forgot too? No, I didn't
2: forget. You've been so you
0: captivated by this? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Facebook, put in your phone numbers. Let's do this. Let's get some calls in for Roy, business, boxing, whatever you want to go with. I'd love to get some boxing. As you can tell, I'm nerding out. Uh, uh, go ahead while we get some phone calls. Andy, you can go right into so it. Go ahead. Trying
2: to take the star vision. I got to take it worldwide because, you know, also I'm a dual citizen. Are you? Do you, I know. Yeah, so being for, a dual citizen of Russia and the United States yeah, of America. Which is a rarity. I want to try to share it all. You know what I'm saying? And what's funny about that, man, it, it's a rarity, but it's not really a rarity. There are several guys that I know they have United States sports that they know. Do you know saying? that I was
0: born in Belarus in the former Soviet Union?
2: I completely that. Yeah. I, I completely yeah. have and they make an issue of me because of a big thing. Well, look, I on, think you that I mean know, listen, they listen, listen. If you
0: go walk across the street right now, they're gonna make an yeah, issue. I mean, I'm that's course. you know, that's the price you pay for yeah. being Roy Jones Jr. That's <laughs> how Who's this? Uh, Brian. Brian? All right, let's see how excited Brian gets. Brian Kenny. I wish it was Brian Kenny. Brian, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and you're on the Ask Gary V Show with Roy Jones Jr. My man, how are
1: you? Yeah,
2: I'm doing good, Brian. How you doing, brother?
0: Hey, I'm doing awesome. And
1: uh, I don't know if you follow the guy right across from you, but you got to follow him, and you got to say, fuck your feelings, Roy. You got to say, screw it, man. You cannot let some 16-year-old kid in... Poe Dunk Indiana. Let you worry about what you're doing. No, he's, no, he's not no, worried no, about no, it, he's worried no, about what he's gonna no, do to that 16 no, year old kid. I'm not worried about
2: what I'm doing, I'm worried about what, 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 what's gonna happen to that kid for, for messing with me when <laughs> I don't wanna be messed with, that's all I was saying. Yeah, Roy's
0: not gonna punch him on Twitter, he's gonna punch no. him in his face in real life.
2: I, I wanna go to the house, find his <laughs> address, figure out who he is, show up at the front door. Brian, don't worry,
0: we'll get him there. After I, the cameras I, go off, I'm gonna have a nice little chat. We'll get I, Roy in the right mindset for and, social.
2: And I don't want to be a 16 year old kid, I want to be a grown man with some muscle behind him. I love it. Brian, you got a question?
1: Yeah, I got two questions. Go ahead, sir. First of all, Gary, you've got to put the checkerboard fat laces in the O twos. Got it. So old school. I'm in. I know him. What is your prized possession? Like, there's that one thing that you hold on to that, like, screw the money, screw everything else. this is the one thing. For me, it's the same Christopher medal given to me by my daughter, my wife and my daughter two years
2: ago. For me, it's the heavyweight belt that God gave me because I never thought in a million years as a kid that I, Roy Jones Jr., would ever be the heavyweight champion of the world. That is insane. Only the grace of God.
1: Yeah, the best is yet to come, too. Thank you, my the brother. The best is yet to come. You're young as fuck. And Gary, <laughs> like I'm, I'm the guy who gave you, I didn't come this far to come this far. That yep. little plaque. Yep, that, I you know, have it. Masters, yep, like
0: That's still on. That's still on if you want it, my friend. I love it, man. Thank, Thank you. you we'll be in touch. So appreciate right, it, Brian. man. Thank have you. a great holiday. Yeah. The heavyweight thing is crazy. Let's get another call. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. That is bonkers that you became the heavyweight yeah, championship. On, and, and, and you, not only you dominated that's that me. fight, completely. but you knew that going, you felt incredibly confident. Ask, or did I you,
2: felt what overly was, confident because I knew that's where God wanted me to be.
0: At that point, right, that's... What, up up to that point, mm-hmm. what was the hardest you were hit?
2: Um, um, a guy hit me named Eddie Evans at the fairground in Pensacola. Yeah, <laughs> and let me let me finish. No, no I'm, I'm excited. That's and a giggle of excitement. I stopped him, but I was pissed off because the referee stopped it too quick. I said I got my lick back, but that ain't good enough. Really? I need a few more. The referee now. How he's, about the how about the body the shot? The to Virgil. He, yeah, the referee said he quit. I said well, he can't quit yet. You're that not ain't finished. Good
0: enough. I ain't through yet. Talk to me about the that body shot. A, that was
2: hard. One of the hardest body shots I ever landed. That is an all-time. Is up that so on Beautiful. YouTube? Yeah, I set it up. so Guys, Beautiful, yes. look at this, Virgil yep. Hill, right? Uh, right hook to the body. Great fighter. Yeah, Virgil was a great fighter. He won a silver medal at the '84 Olympics. Real fighter. Yeah, quick silver. What about James Tony? He was one of the slickest fighters I ever faced in my whole life. Real, like the shoulders, right, right? Those shoulders. He did all the Floyd the stuff that Floyd does. I agree. Yet, he could knock you out at any round. That's right. Yep. Real great fighter. Who's
0: this? Dwight. It's Gary V. You're on the Ask Gary V Show with Roy Jones Jr
1: no fucking
0: way yes yeah, fucking
2: way dude. yeah what up Christ,
0: man. you made it oh man i'm what? so excited dude i don't even know like what to ask
2: thank you dwight thank you so friend. glad to have you on here i'm glad you got a chance to get through
1: wow uh roy bro you're like my one of my idols man you're, hey thank you you're, brother like the way you weave, man like oh jesus yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right all right um uh, is it true that you were gonna fight buster douglas roy
2: no, I was never going to fight Buster Douglas. I was trying to fight uh, Mike Anderson, Tyson. What about Anderson Mike Silva? Mike Tyson, time? I'm still trying to fight Anderson Silva right now.
0: You're still trying to do that, right?
2: Yeah, because me... Yeah, yeah, you don't know about this, Dwight. Yeah. This
0: is the under-the-radar thing that I think the fighting what world... The f- Anderson Silva, Roy Jones Jr. This has been an undercurrent. I think there's something there... I've been saving it for my punchline, but you went with the buster thing. I'm like, fuck it. Here's my try- chance oh my to slide in. Yeah, I'm an I'm a MMA, MMA fighter. Dude, this
1: listen, is like, listen, a real... Like, listen, this, bro. Listen, I need to hear it from you. Listen, here. Right here. listen
2: me and Anderson Silva have been trying to fight way before Floyd Mayweather and McGregor ever thought about this. We've been trying to fight for nine years now. Nobody would... And they wouldn't let him get free to fight me. So it's like, it's wow. ridiculous that they let... But but it's like, it's, like, it's like, you know how it is, the racial thing... Black versus white sell tickets, yeah, so they let that happen. True. But it's like me and him could have did this long time ago, and we were at the pinnacle of our careers when we first started talking about it. So why they still won't let us fight right now? I don't know. Is it's that still me. in the cards? Yeah, he still wants to fight me, and I still want to fight him. So in why what not rules? But just boxing. He has thirteen. Well, he has the, fourteen. Free. I know. He has that's fourteen professional free. boxing I know. matches. I know. I know. So the thing, the different thing about it is he has boxing experience. So it's understand. It's conceivable so, that so he quick, can do it. He,
0: both right. Unlike McGregor, yeah, they were different. Yeah. Real quick. Dude, Bro-
1: Brian, I'm talking to Roy
0: Jones Jr. That's exactly right. <laughs> you sure are, Dwight. Roy, no worries. Wake his ass up. Dwight, uh, dude, Roy. This Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> dude, Roy. Talking? Yeah. Both of you guys want to fight? Yeah,
2: yeah, Both of us want to fight right seeing now, you and the, now, see, the UFC won't let him fighting. free to fight. Got it.
0: Dwight, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you're fired up, but I want to make sure you get off what you're trying to say. What was that? Uh, I don't really have any questions. I'm just kind of like in the moment. I
1: good. Listen, right Dwight.
2: Now, Dwight. I Dwight. Really Dwight. That's
0: the blueprint, and I'm just
1: trying to like follow you guys. So I just, just really we appreciate it, Dwight. Right go ahead. Now, Thank you, Dwight. Really like Dwight,
2: listen. Roy's got something to tell you. Dwight, listen to this. I know you don't have a question, but listen to this good, okay? You listening?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm a fighter, man. Just give I bet, me, t- I, give I, me I something, bet. man. Oh, I'm going to give you something. Well, first thing is you got to keep, keep God first in everything you do. And when you go to fight, know you're going to fight. When you fight, one thing about a real fight is you're willing to die before you quit. You understand me? That's what I love. That's, yes, what I believe, that's what I believe in. Second, I'm trying to tell you that I'm 48, going on 49 in January. And I'm still, right now, because of how big it is and how big of an event it is, and I know what it means to him, I'm still willing to fight Anderson Silva tomorrow if he was free to do it.
0: You're fucking savage. Oh my you God. Dwight, it. Dwight, I need you to tweet Anderson Silva right now and tell him to stop ducking Roy.
2: Matter of fact, I got it on the end of a verse in my song.
0: <laughs> I love it. Dwight, thanks for calling, man. So Anderson's not ducking. This is more of a UFC contract mm-hmm. thing, right? So that makes me feel like there's a chance. I mean, I don't know of how course. long his contract is, or I don't yeah, know those got, contracts they,
2: very well. They locked him up for a long time because they knew he wanted to duck. I drift. get it. He's a star. Yeah, so. but well, he is. Do you Definitely. love watching him fight when he's in the yeah, octagon? I loved it. He was my to me, like he was my he was all-time friend. Yeah. I mean got one
0: more for us? And where do you sit on the MMA boxing thing? Oh, no,
2: I love it all. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Yep. anybody anybody got the heart to go in and face another man at what he does, man to man, I love that. You know what I mean? Anybody. Yep. So whether you MMA fighting, whether you boxing, or do you What about boxing. chess? Chess too. Because mm-hmm. chess is a mental thing, it's a mm-hmm. mental battle, but it's still a battle. Mm-hmm. And you gotta sit there and be focused for a long period of time. To Outthink somebody who's
0: the best trainer in the game right now. Boxing,
2: the best trainer in the game right now, and I hate to say this, uh, with not that I can no, say it, no, yeah. but I'm just like, I, I can't want wait to hear be, what you're gonna say. I want to be disrespectful to nobody. I respect that, but it's it, one man's opinion, yeah, yeah, but you're not a, disrespecting, yeah, no, yeah, it's opinion of, to a degree, but it's really not an opinion,
0: <laughs> it's fact,
2: yeah, it's pretty much a fact.
0: Okay, so set it up, give it to us now.
2: My dad taught me the best foundation ever. Who else? has I ever love turned it. professional as a dream middleweight and won the heavyweight championship of the world. I love it. So it's very hard to say. That's the right answer, man. Who's number two then? The numbers, the second guy in my book was, before he passed, was Emanuel Stewart.
0: A hundred percent, man.
2: Crazy, Emanuel, Emanuel, right? Listen, Emanuel Stewart had, I'm talking about, he can go get you a 135 uh, pounds, a 165 the pounds, guys, a 240 Lenny. pounds. It don't matter what it was. When Emanuel exactly brings right. the ring, have your mind right because you're finna have a problem.
0: Talk to me about the Hawk, Aaron Pryor.
2: Oh, the hawk was one of the baddest dudes ever, dude. One I'm a big dude, big Aaron? and they
0: don't know who he is. The hawk
2: was one of the baddest dudes you wanna, ever. You're
0: mad you missed social media. The hawk missed, the, you know, he yeah, just I missed know. it.
2: Just like I said, we, we, but God knows best. God knows what he's doing. He did it for his reasons, and that's what we have to do. I'm with. being selfish. A couple more. But, but the hawk was a bad boy. John the Beast Mugabe. John the Beast Mugabe was a killer too. Now Hagler destroyed him, but he, he was did. a killer before Hagler destroyed him. Yes. What about Terry Norris? Terry Norris was a very good fighter, a very technical fighter. Um, I think he probably did a little too much sparring in his days because it kind of got to him at the end. Mm -hmm. But uh, before that, Terry was a bad boy. Terry could have played any sport, boxing, basketball, football. Have you
0: seen Nigel Ben's kid?
2: Yes. What do you think? He looks strong. He's very strong. He don't have the technique that his dad has yet, but he's very strong. So if they keep working on him technically, he can be a good fighter. Eubank's kid is even better. Yeah, Eubank's Eubank's kid is awesome. Eubank yeah. was some puncher. Yeah, but huh? his, his son is awesome. Yes. Interesting. They, both, they both were punchers, and both of the kids are punchers. I know. Yeah.
0: It's interesting like that. Yep. Julian Jackson.
2: The Hulk. His kid didn't try to be what he was, no. but he was a beast, a menace. You guys want to see real knockouts? The real knockouts.
0: That knockout on Terry Norris <laughs> is so vicious. That dude there. Whew. Julian Jackson. And he had a flat top like no. Patrick Ewing. Yes. All right, let's go to one more. A real flat top. A Jamaican proper flat yes, top. Yes. Julian Jackson, my man. Ryan.
2: Hello? Ryan? Up, Ryan,
0: you're on the Ask Gary V show with Roy Jones Jr.
3: Holy shit. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's What's true. Up, What's up, Ryan? What's going on, guys? I'm good, brother. Um basically, just a brief overview. I started a sports marketing um, company. A couple years ago, that focused on getting MMA fighters sponsorships and endorsements. Yep. yep, makes sense. And it it really succeeded. Got really good. Got really close to the top end of the craft. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I got hit with ocular melanoma, which is a rare eye cancer. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And so I lost my eye. Lost every bit of savings. Every bit of money that I had. Yes, sir. And now, after getting a prosthetic that that has a soccer logo on it and <laughs> it's been seen a few million times by different articles, Fox Sports and a bunch of other things that covered it. Um, I'm trying to start a YouTube channel that shows the inspiration and motivational side of athletes, fans and sports personalities. Okay, I'm listening. So with having Gary Vee, who's a insane fan of the Jets, the Knicks, um, and then having Roy Jones Jr., who's obviously the greatest time.
2: boxer outside of Muhammad Ali. Thank you, my brother. Um, do you believe that, Roy? Yes, I do believe it. Straight up, you're number two straight, all straight time. Straight up, straight up. Who's number three? I don't know. It could be. But a give it to me. Um, Listen, I
0: got you here. I'm keeping you. Uh, give I mean, me a few seconds. I'll give you a second you a while I keep seven, listening. Yeah. I want to know who your number three is. So you got Ali,
2: mm-hmm. you.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm dying to see you who you number You're
2: saying pound for pound, wise. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because yeah. you're
2: Robinson. Without a doubt. Definitely agree. Without a doubt. Yeah, Definitely agree. Yeah. Okay. But, um, basically, my I'm question so
3: is, and it, and it goes to both of you guys. To, of I you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, keep but going. It, it, it goes to both of you guys as far as, like, say, the motivational the inspirational side. Yes. Gary, you keep talking about failures and coming back from them, and and I see it as losing an eye would be a massive financial failure and having to rebuild brands and and emotional, brother, and emotional, brother. Positive.
0: And emotional oh, my man. Like like the you know like obviously I can't relate. Like I know you know. Like the financial is one thing. When you have the ability to do what you did, you have a replicate, mm-hmm. and the fact that you want to build a YouTube channel right now, and I'm going to convince you to do a Facebook Watch channel instead in a few minutes. You okay. have the ability to do that again. Your eye's not coming back. Mm-hmm. I know, I can even tell by the tone of how you are talking mm-hmm. that you know you can get the financial, it's not fun that you were on the cusp and your fucking eye did this thing, but I can even tell by the way that you're talking that you know you can get the dollars back.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you? I mean, it just takes, I mean, it takes some work, but no I mean, shit. as long as.
0: My man, and, it and all and takes work. Is to,
3: well, the other thing is, is two weeks ago, I found out I have Crohn's on top of it. So that's something that you can relate to as of well. Of course, so my brother AJ has back. It. Yep, that eye is
0: incredible.
3: But, um, but basically, what I'd like to ask both of you is, with Roy having, having a few losses that knocked you down and, and seeing the, the pundits and stuff like that talk down about you and stuff, have there been fans that have contacted you or that you've seen stories that just watching you... Lose a fight or or lose something and then coming back stronger, has, has that a, like would a would, does that like affect you in any way? Of does course. that make it, you you want to go out and help more fans and uh, of course does t- just, just to see the the fan side as far because I know Gary helps a lot of athletes and stuff as well. I mean does. Does that inspire the athlete as much as the athlete would inspire the fans?
2: Yes, it does. That's the whole thing that inspires the athlete with the hope that that would happen. We go because we hope that – One day, somebody will see us and realize that we went through the same similar type things that they have gone through or are going through and that we didn't give up. We kept going. That's why I came back after the Olympics, after they robbed me of a gold medal. When I was in Seoul career, my goal was to quit boxing because of what had happened to me. When I got back and saw my kids that were on my amateur team at the time and saw the looks in their eyes, I said, how can you tell them in life ever that if something knocks you down, you got to get back up and keep going if you lay down and don't get back up? So I immediately had to change my mind, change my thought process, and start back fighting. And not only did I to start back fighting, I had to go show them that just because you get knocked down don't mean you just come back, but you come back way, way, way stronger and harder than you did before you got knocked down.
0: Roy, who reached out to you after your first, and again, I'm trying to paint a picture here, guys, Roy, and you know, I'm, you know, he's here, it's not fun to talk about, but Roy is on the same plane as a Mike Tyson. Most of us did not see a scenario where Roy was ever going to lose a fight. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure you thought too. So who reached out, to, to Ryan's point, who of the people that reached out to you and I'm sure plenty did because you're oh, a good a dude people, I'm sure
2: of football player basketball player everybody
0: who reached out to you that meant the most for maybe a funny weird reason who, who stayed when I ask you that question which call or reach out do you remember that stood the, the, out
2: the reach out that I remember, remember the most was when I got from the Olympics everybody was so happy everybody was happy to see me because of what I went through what yep. i endured had endured and the way I I did it yep so everybody was so proud of me till I got to the young kids on my amateur team Mm-hmm. They didn't give a damn about none of that. All they gave a damn about was the last thing they heard me say, which was, "I think I'm gonna quit boxing."
0: Yeah, they were that's worried about
2: all that. that was in their eyes. They yep. weren't worried about nothing else. Yep, the world was going in yep. yep. for them yep. if I quit fighting. Yeah, I get it. And that Ryan, case, that's Ryan, that fixed me.
0: Couple things, um, Andy and I have been looking at your content while we're here. You have mm. you have to very seriously consider a Facebook Watch show instead of YouTube. For everybody listening, you know, just to get on, on the business uh, kick here for a minute, it is very difficult in a heavily mature YouTube to break out. Mm -hmm. It is very difficult. You have to be disproportionately incredible at tile images, at headlines, at understanding the algorithm, and on top of it, be remarkably talented. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Facebook, in its quest to be very competitive against YouTube and become a video player, is disproportionately helping Facebook watch shows show up in news feeds, and there are far less people producing shows on Facebook. You have a supply and demand issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This is systematic, similar to Eastern European growth in boxing. I'm begging you to get very seriously educated. Google Facebook watch shows, learn everything you can, and immediately go all in and create your Facebook uh, show tomorrow.
3: Now, the only other question I've got is, a few of the the larger name, uh, like soccer players and athletes, how do I go around having to pay insane amounts just for a, an Shout interview. Shout out, a lot of, easy, okay. easy.
0: The person that asks never has the leverage. Okay. The way you do it is by listening to me right now and buying up inexpensive property. It's called Facebook Watch. It's Malibu okay. 45 years ago. I promise you. This is what I've been historically good at. I don't have plaques of Uber and Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr. You know, it's for me to brag about my one skill, which is I can see it a few seconds earlier. And it doesn't take, Andy, you know this. I mean, you're, you're doing it with me. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. We're just practitioners of our craft, just like, you know, just like James Tony's shoulder, mm-hmm. right? It's exactly. practitionership. Exactly. It will 100%, <clears throat> I'm not guessing here. You know, everyone's mm. like, yeah, you did. I'm not guessing, musically, I got to love the other day because I was right. It was really big. It wasn't like I guessed. I'm not guessing here, Ryan. Here's how you do it. You get to interview the biggest soccer players in the world when they ask mm-hmm. for you to be on their sh- your show. Go and build okay. a huge audience. It can be done on Facebook. And when you tell Messi 14 million soccer fans watch your program, I have a funny feeling when Messi has a new app.
2: He's gonna want come and put it on your program.
3: <laughs> and
0: there you go.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah,
3: because I mean it's yes, yes, sir. And I mean it, it's not just the, those people. It's when it spiders out into like of course. the same bolts and of all those course. guys that Listen. are that are fans. Listen, kind of soccer's one of the biggest, if not the down. biggest,
0: global sport in the world. Yep. There's tons of fans of it. Even America gives a crap now. Obviously, the U.S. team not making it will slow it down, but will not stop it. Nope. Go and create a tremendous show on Facebook Watch hold your breath and be patient for 24 months and watch them come to you.
3: Okay. Right, now bro. do I need to kind of build it through Instagram as well or just Every, solely? Off everywhere of?
0: you have attention, you drive towards that spot. You should go change okay. your email header at the bottom or footer, excuse me, right now and have a link that says, check out my new show. Link, Roy, I don't know how much you email, or if you do or you don't, but if you do, even once a day, change your footer and say, "Check out my new app and link to this app." Like people aren't siphoning attention from other places to the place that they wanted to. Right. So of course, Instagram and your email, and go knock on your fucking neighbor's door and tell them to watch the show.
2: That's right. Okay. Good. See ya. Thank you, sir.
0: Roy, right. the the big part of this show is that every guest gets to ask the Vayner Nation. A question could mm-hmm. be anything. You could be getting insight to your app. Mm-hmm. A question that you're curious about mm-hmm. in culture, in boxing, in life. Uh, but that is the question of the day. You get to ask it. What is your question of the day of the audience? They will answer in Facebook and YouTube. We'll get thousands and thousands of comments. What would you like to ask them? I
2: would like to ask you guys, how many of y'all are going to participate in this <laughs> app? How many of y'all going to try to figure out, learn my style of boxing from my app? That's what I want to know.
0: I appreciate the right hook to end the show. My man, <laughs> it's a real pleasure, Thank real honor book. for me. I really Thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you. Roy Jones Jr., happy holidays to everybody. We'll see ya. You keep asking questions, we'll keep answering them. Ta-da. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.